0: Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 36, Shao Teen and the Black Pearl of Ha Long Bay. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So in today's episode, we're going to Ha Long Bay in Vietnam with Shao Teen, And this story was inspired because I went to Vietnam, gosh about um, almost 15 years ago. And I was determined I was gonna go to Ha Long Bay because I had seen it once in a movie. And it was so, so beautiful. It's this incredible bay outside of Hanoi in Northern Vietnam. And it has over 700 limestone islands that are just like sticking up straight out of the water and it's just islands everywhere and it's very mysterious and beautiful and I just fell in love with the idea of going there so I went there. So today's story is inspired by Han Bay. and before I get started with the story I just want to say um thank you for listening first of all and thank you for um those of you that have left reviews it's just it means so much to me when you take a couple minutes out of your day just to go to iTunes and just do that once it means a lot for the ratings um it means a lot for the rankings and it really it motivates me to keep going with gooptales and it helps me spread the word so today I just want to give a quick shout out because this is about shouting after all um To the latest review, which just made my day and I really appreciate it. And it is from VRKL1966. And she says, my daughter, 10 years old, and I love listening to goop tales. We listen to them every night. We can almost recite them by heart. I want to thank you for the work you do and let you know that you are very appreciated. Well, your review made my day, so thank you. I so appreciate that you took the time to do that, and I love that you're listening and that you're enjoying them. So if you haven't left a review, um, you can go to gooptails.com and there's a really easy button you can push there that will take you straight to iTunes where you can do that. So that's it. So I'm about to start the story, and stay tuned, because on the other side of this story, I'm going to tell you how you can see all the photos that go with the story, and how you can write your own story ending and send in ideas for future goop tales. Okay, I will see you on the other side. Oh, have you seen Miss Shouteen? So blithe, so happy, and so merry. How cheerfully she helped her ma or brought his slippers for her pa. But when in bed, or at her play, she'd call them both from far away. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a little goop girl named Shoutine. She was an extraordinarily jubilant young goop who was known for being full of cheer. Shoutine was like sunshine on a cloudy day, and almost everyone looked forward to her company. If she met one condition, she had to leave her bullhorn at home. You see, Shouteen wanted to make sure that everyone heard her, so she shouted out through a bullhorn. She would say things like, Good morning, Goop World! It's time to rise and shine! and she would say this sort of thing at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. She would walk down the street and shout out, Hello, Pie Jam! Are you enjoying those treats? And Pie Jam, who didn't want to be caught eating pies, would slink away and hide underneath his house. shoutin could always be counted on to make a ruckus. There were one or two goops who loved shoutin's bullhorn, and ear popping ways, and one of them was named Euripig. pig was prone to shouting out, You're a pig, if he was mad at someone, and when he got hold of Shautin's bullhorn, he would say, You're a pig, and have it ring out across Goop World. One foggy gray day, Euripig and Shautin met at the library, their favorite gray day spot. I hope Miss Wigglebutt isn't the librarian today, whispered Shouteen as they entered the large oak doors. No such luck, replied Euripig as he pointed to Miss Wigglebutt, who lowered her reading glasses as she looked up at Shouteen and Europig. Then she glanced down at Shouteen's bullhorn and held her finger to her lips as she shook her head no. You're a pig, whispered to Shouteen. She's a pig. Shoutin let out a little laugh, <laughs> and Miss Wigglebutt glared over at them. They quickly scurried away and got lost in a row of books on geography. Shouteen pulled a book from the bottom shelf, and as she did so, she saw a little bit of light peer through. She leaned down and looked at the empty spot where the book was, as light began to flood through it. <laughs> Then she pulled out another book and made a bigger hole. This time, the hole was big enough to stick her head through, and she did. Deep inside the library was another hidden library of a magnificence that Shouteen had never seen. There were rows and rows of beautiful old bookshelves. The rounded ceilings were painted with the most glorious paintings from another time. Shouteen thought she was lost in an Italian Renaissance painting, so she pushed her hand back through the hole and called out to Europig with her bullhorn.
1: Europig, come on! Europig, get down on the floor and slide right through the hole!
0: Europig did just that, and he quickly replaced the books just before Miss Wigglebutt came racing around the corner, saying, Stop it! Stop it! What is all this noise? Where are you? Europig and Shouteen were safely inside the hidden library. Shouteen ran up and down the wooden floors and called out with her bullhorn. It's a secret library. Take that, Miss Wigglebutt. And then she burst out laughing as Europig joined her. (laughs) Miss Wigglebutt, you'll never find us, they shouted. The walls of the library were lined with giant globes on wheels. Hey, you're a pig!" called out Shoutin as she hopped on a globe and slid through the library. You're a pig!" ran after her as he called out, Wait up! Wait up! Shoutin kept pushing herself along, moving faster and faster, until she reached the very end of the library. She hopped off the globe and spun it around as she held up her bullhorn and called out, She used her other hand to spin the globe faster and faster. The globe spun so quickly, you couldn't tell one country from another. And then, without any warning, the spinning globe caught hold of Shouteen's dress, and she was sucked right into a spinning orbit. pig watched as Shouteen shrunk into the globe and disappeared, shouting, Miss Wigglebutt will never. And then she was gone. Chapter 2 The globe spun around and around, and Shouteen watched from above as it circled beneath her. It was like watching the whole world fly by in five seconds. Tin reached down with her tiny finger and touched the globe. It immediately stopped spinning, and she dropped right down to the spot she had touched. It was Ha Long Bay in Vietnam. She was surrounded by dozens of limestone islands that popped up from emerald green water. Xiao had never encountered any place quite so magical. With over 700 jutting limestone islands, Halong Bay had an air of mystery. It was the sort of place that held many secrets. She walked up the beach and into a nearby jungle area, where she heard the call of a hornbill. Teen had studied ornithology, the science of watching birds, and she immediately recognized the deep, squawky sound of the hornbill. She lifted up her bullhorn and called right back at the hornbill, trying to imitate him.
1: You can't possibly be trying to imitate me, young lady,
0: a saucy voice called from above. Shouteen burst out, laughing in delight. The hornbill was speaking to her. Well, I just wanted to see if I could speak to you, and it looks like it worked. This is marvelous.
1: Marvelous indeed, as long as you don't call too loudly. The golden-headed langurs may hear you, and that wouldn't do. No, it wouldn't do at all,
0: said the hornbill. What is golden-headed langur, and where are they? Asked Shao Teen with an air of intrigue in her voice. The hornbill went on to tell Shao Teen how the gold headed langurs were an endangered species of monkeys that lived in Halong Bay. They hid themselves deep inside the jungle of a hidden island. Shao Teen just happened to have landed on that island. Um, wait a
1: minute. How did you even find this island? No one comes here. It is deep, deep in Ha Long Bay,
0: asked the hornbill. Then Teen told the hornbill how she had touched a point on the spinning globe, and this is where she landed. I see, I see, I see, said the hornbill, as his eyes shifted back and forth, as if he was looking for someone.
1: This is not a good idea. You shouldn't be here. I think it is better if you leave. You should go to another island.
0: shouted Shouteen as she pointed her bullhorn up towards the hornbill.
1: Stop using that thing,
0: really. You must listen to me. Then the hornbill flew from his perch high in the tree and landed right near Shouteen. Shouteen let out a little laugh and said, <laughs> What's your name?
1: It's Othi, but let's not waste time. Really, you should go. No one lives on this island except the hornbills and a tribe of gold-headed langurs. They don't trust anyone, and I can't say that I blame them. Remember, they are endangered. If their chief finds out about you, that's it,
0: said Avi, as he motioned his beak right across Shouteen's neck. Shouteen frowned a little and said, But I won't hurt them. I just want to see them. Doesn't matter. They still won't trust you, said Avi as he shifted his eyes left and then right. And this time they stopped as he focused on a nearby tree. Shh, he whispered to Shouteen. Then Avi squinted his eyes as he focused even harder. Shouteen looked at the tree, and all she could see was a tiny glint of gold fur. Without thinking, and before Avi could stop her, Shouteen held up her bullhorn and called out, The gold fur disappeared from the bush, and suddenly it was silent. Too silent. Shaotin looked at Avi, who was slowly scanning the landscape. Still silence. Shaotin didn't feel quite so brave anymore. She could feel something, but see nothing. Without warning, Avi flew away into a very high treetop. Chaultine looked up as he faded out of sight. Then she looked around to see a circle of golden-headed langurs surrounding her. Chapter Three. Chaultine's hands tightened around her little bullhorn, and her face turned red as her heart beat faster. The tribe of Langers was closing in quickly, and she was outnumbered. Shouteen did what she did best, and she lifted her bullhorn and shouted, Get back! She watched as the Langers stopped, and then cocked their heads, as if they didn't know what to make of her. She silently counted up the Langers. There were twelve, and one of them looked like he was the head honcho while a smaller one was making a smirky face and clicking his teeth. Get back! Shoutine yelled again. This time, the smaller Langer, with the clicky teeth, walked right up to Shoutine and grabbed her bullhorn and shouted out, Huh, I'm not afraid of you, missy! Then the head honcho signaled two of the Langers to grab Shoutine. They took her by her arms and brought her right up to the head honcho, who stared her dead on in the eye, and asked,
1: Who are you,
0: and how did you get here? Shouteen told them all about the secret library and the spinning globe, and Avi. Hmm, Avi. Looks like he left you high and dry, said the smirky-faced Langer. Well, I can't say that I blame him. I would have probably flown away, too, if I could, replied Shouteen. I would really just like to go home. Go
1: home? You think we are going to let you leave here?
0: asked the head honcho. Shoutin shrunk down a little. This wasn't what she was expecting. Now her life was at stake.
1: We're an endangered species, and no one can know that we live here,
0: replied the head honcho. Oh, I, I won't tell anyone. I promise, said Shoutin. "'That's what they all said,' (laughs) chuckled the smirky monkey with an evil laugh. (laughs) A little shiver went down Shouteen's spine as she wondered who they all were. "'Stop it, Abu,' said the head honcho as he glared at Abu, the smirky monkey, who just rolled his eyes but remained silent.
1: "'How do we know we can trust you?' There are over 700 islands in Ha Long Bay, and you just happened to find our hiding spot? Are you really that clever?
0: asked the head honcho. Really? I did just happen upon. But tell me, tell me what I can do to gain your trust, and I will do it, said Shao The head honcho thought for several minutes, and then said,
1: You must find an oyster. An oyster with a black pearl, and bring it to us. A black pearl is rare and valuable, and if you are clever enough to find one and generous enough to bring it back to us, then you are trustworthy, and we will let you go back home.
0: Shaoine tumbled the idea round in her head and then said, "I guess I don't have a choice, do I? Where shall I find a black pearl?"
1: You must go to Chai Island, deep in Halong Bay. The only way there is on the ship of the Red Pirates. If you can do that, then we will send you home. Of course, we will be sending Abu with you to keep watch,
0: replied the head honcho, as he stared over at Abu, who scowled back at him and said, The Red Pirates, I'm not going on that ship. Enough." you will do as I say. Go now, both of you. You have 24 hours to prove yourself, said the head honcho. Then the rest of the langers fell into line and followed the head honcho into the jungle. Avi watched from above and waited until the langer tribe had disappeared, and then he flew down to Shoutin and Abu. What do you want? snarled Abu. I want to help you, believe it or not, replied Avi, who felt badly that he had abandoned Shoutin. I can watch from above and tell you when to sneak on the Red Pirate ship. That is, if you want my help. Before Abu could say a word, Shoutin said, Yes, Avi, yes, we want your help. Let's get going. So the three of them set off down to the island shore and devised a plan.
1: I see the red pirate ship come by every evening at twilight as it silently navigates the bay to look for treasure. You can make a raft and sail out to it and sneak aboard, said Avi.
0: Shoutin and Abu set about making a tiny raft from bamboo. Avi perched himself up high and kept a lookout for the red pirates. Just as the sun set, Avi saw a large red sail come around a nearby island. There they are now, go! Shouteen and Abu immediately set out for the Red pirate ship. They slid silently through the water until they came to the edge of the ship. Abu hopped right aboard and then reached back down for Shouteen. As she grabbed for his hand, he pulled it away and laughed. <laughs> Abu, stop it! We don't have time for this! she whispered. Then they heard a booming pirate voice shout out.
1: Who's there? Who's on our ship?
0: Chapter four. Shouteen scowled at Abu, who was frozen in fear. The pirate's footsteps were getting closer and closer as he boomed out.
1: Show yourselves.
0: Avi saw everything happening from above, and he swooped down to Shoutine, grabbed her bullhorn, and quickly flew back to the top of the red sail. Then he shouted down at the pirate. Up here, matey! The pirate stopped in his tracks and looked up at the top of the sails, where he saw a hornbill with a bullhorn.
1: Avast, you big-mouthed bird! Get off me ship, or I'll put the black spot on you!
0: bellowed the pirate. Avi was feeling very bold high up in his perch, so he raised the bullhorn again and called back. Well, you'll have to catch me first. Avi and the pirate argued back and forth as Abu and Chautin tied their little raft to the side of the ship and snuck aboard. Finally, the angry pirate passed out as the ship sailed silently through the islands. Teen stayed awake and watched in awe as they made their way through Ha Long Bay. The limestone islands emerged from misty water like some sort of ancient temples as the pirate ship wove through them. Surely no one else would know how to find Nyok Trai Island, the island of the black pearls. As the sun rose, Shaotin could hear the pirates dropping. She quietly tapped Abu on the shoulder and whispered, "It's time. We're here. Let's go now, before the pirates do." They slid down to their little raft and quickly set off through the water. Avi was watching from above, so he picked up Shouteen's bullhorn and set off after them. Avi's pirate nemesis from the night before saw him leave and muttered,
1: "Begone, ye squiffy!"
0: And just when he was about to turn around, he saw Avi descend from the sky and land on the tiny raft with Shouteen and Abu. He whipped out his telescope to get a closer look. Then he honed in on the raft and shouted out,
1: All hands on deck! There was traitors on our ship last night and they are making their way to our pearls!
0: Then he blew a whistle and an army of pirates appeared from below deck. Avi, Shouteen, and Abu heard everything. Abu's survival instincts kicked into high gear as he paddled even faster and said, No time to waste! We've got to find a black pearl and get off the island before the pirates arrive! Deep inside, Shauten was very scared, but she looked at Avi, and she could tell he was even more frightened. She didn't want him to fly away and abandon her again, so she turned to him and said, Avi, if you promise to be brave, I can be brave too, but I need your help. Avi dropped Shouteen's bullhorn as he flew off into the sky and called out,
1: Be brave. Go find a black pearl. I will do my best.
0: His best? Really? growled Abu. It's just you and me now, Shoutin. Help me paddle. Shoutin and Abu paddled as quickly as they could. They looked behind to see the pirates lowering two rowboats from their ship. Don't look back, Shoutin. We need to find a pearl, said Abu. They hopped onto the beach and set out in the opposite direction of the pirate ship. They had no choice but to leave their raft ashore where the pirates would most definitely find it. Even if we do find a pearl, how will we get off the island? asked Shouteen as she clutched her bullhorn. I don't know, but I can only focus on one step at a time, said Abu as he ran along the beach looking for oysters. They turned a corner and came to a tiny island inlet that was covered in oysters. There were hundreds of them in all shapes and sizes. How will we know which one has a black pearl? cried Shouteen as she watched Abu, furiously opening oyster after oyster. I don't know. I just don't know, Shouteen. But stop shouting. You're making my ears crack open, cried Abu. That's it, thought Shouteen as she lifted up her bullhorn and shouted, The sound of Shouteen's voice ringing through the bullhorn vibrated so loudly that the oysters began to pop open one by one. Shouteen and Abu looked around at a sea of oysters with shining white pearls. Look, Abu, look, called Shouteen as she surveyed the oysters. Both Abu and Shouteen stood still and looked at the glorious sight before them. There. Look over there, called Abu as he pointed to a glistening oyster at the end of the shore with a gleaming black pearl. Shautin ran over and picked it up. She had never seen anything quite so extraordinary. They both stopped and stared down at the pearl in silence. And then without warning, the silence was broken by the shouts of the pirates.
1: There they are! Get em, mate! Get 'em!
0: Teen and Abu looked around. They were stranded on a tiny limestone island in the middle of Halong Bay, with no way out, and the pirates were closing in. Teen looked up in the sky, as if to ask for help, and she saw a small school of hornbills with Avi leading the way. She pulled out her bullhorn and called out, Avi immediately directed the hornbills to swoop down and pick up Abu and Shautin. It took four of them to lift Abu, but they did it just in time as one of the pirates tried to grab his tail. Off they flew back to the head honcho and the rest of the langurs. Thank you, Avi. I thought you had abandoned me again, said Shautin.
1: I know, I know, but I just couldn't do that to you again. You and Abu were so brave, and I could never just leave you there for the pirates. I just needed some backup,"
0: answered Avi. After telling the head honcho of their adventures and presenting the black pearl, Abu was promoted to apprentice head honcho, a title he had never even dreamed about. Chaukhain promised to keep the secret of the Langers Island. Then she stood still while they all danced around her and beat their drums. She spun around and around, and when she opened her eyes, she was back in the hidden library. She smiled to herself and looked around for Euripig, but he was nowhere to be found. Euripig was locked inside the Winter Palace in St. Petersburg, but that is a tale for another time. So that's it for this goop tale. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you would go to iTunes and leave me a review. Remember, you can find the iTunes link just by going to gooptales.com. And there's a link right on the front page that will take you right over to iTunes where you can leave um, a star rating and you can also write a little review. And that will help me with rankings to keep making goop tales. So now you can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 36. That's three, six. And you can see all of the photos that go with this story. You're going to see the gorgeous Ha Long Bay and the red pirate ship and Avi and Abu, and the rest of the gold-headed langurs, and of course, Shouteen. And make sure that you look through the photos really closely because there is a tiny Shouteen hidden inside every single one. And on that same page, you can also download the first half of the story, and then I invite you to ignite your imagination and you can write your own story ending and send it in to be published at gooptales.com. And also on the homepage of Goop Tales, there is a box where you can click to send in your story suggestions for future Goop Tales. I love getting your suggestions, so keep those coming. And I do my best to try to work them in. Um, I'm gonna use a user suggestion which, um, you'll hear about for the next goop tale. So until I see you next time, make every day a goop day.